This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Time to chat with Wendy Christian of Integrated Health Solution. This insert sponsored by Manor Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. Here's Wendy Christian, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solutions. Morning, Wendy. Good morning, Brad. How are you? I'm fine. Did you sleep well? I did, thank you. Good, so you need to tell us how you did that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, I don't always sleep well, so I'm one of those who struggles a bit. But um, I did have a good sleep last night. Good. I hope you did too. I did. I had a very good one. Thank you for asking. Sleep's important, right? People think, I'm not going to sleep. I've got stuff to do and movies to watch and work to do. But sleep is vital. It is vital. Um, That's when our bodies repair and regenerate. And our brains especially, we forget about our brains. But if we don't have enough sleep, we don't have enough time to um, sort out the the whole lot of things that happen in in the thought processing um, arena. But also to get rid of the toxins that build up in the brain and these things called tangles and amyloid plaques. And we certainly want to make sure that we're clearing those out because those are the things that cause dementia later on in life. Wow. So, uh, and it's not one of those where we feel, um, we're young, we can get away with it. I'll do better sleep when I'm older. It's, it's uh, something we need to start getting into when we're younger to serve our older selves better. Exactly. Yeah. You, sleep is not really something you, you can catch up on. So we would certainly want to make sure that it's a, a lifestyle again. You know, most of these things that we speak about are lifestyle um, habits. Mm. And it is, it's an important one. It's as important as regular exercise, healthy eating. We really, really need to make sure that we have a healthy sleep schedule as well. So that's, I think, probably where we need to start, Wendy, just uh, prioritizing it. I've, I've read somewhere that the success of tomorrow starts the, when you go to sleep. So the time you go to sleep will, will, means that it is already part of tomorrow's successes. That's right, yes. Um, and I think too many of us, as you said earlier, think oh, there's not enough time to sleep. We're working. We've, we've got all sorts of things on the go. So we, we, we deprive ourselves of the sleep that we so desperately need. But that has a knock-on effect tomorrow and the day after and the day mm. after that. So we really do want to create a sleep schedule and stick to it. And um, obviously, you know, most adults need anywhere between six to eight hours of sleep a day. But we ideally want to go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time because that's quite important as well. Otherwise, we create a little bit of a, um, a, a dysfunction in our bodies. Mm. We upset our bodies' um, circadian rhythms. So what about going to bed when you're not tired, trying to sort of force yourself to say, okay, I need to go to bed at this time, but you're not really tired. Can that be counterproductive? It can be counterproductive because if you're not really ready to go to sleep, and this often happens when people think, oh, but I'll go to bed early. So they'll try and go to bed at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock when they would normally go to bed at 10 or or 10.30 or 11. Um, And then you lie in bed and you try and force yourself to go to sleep. And then you just get restless and then your mind starts going. So it's not helpful. If you're not really tired and ready to get into bed to go to sleep, you should be asleep within 20 minutes to half an hour maximum. Mm. Um, if, if, If you're not tired enough, get up. Do something else that's calming. Don't go and watch more TV or read an action thriller or anything like that. But do something that will be able to help you to unwind and be able to go to sleep at a, at a normal, reasonable hour. And your bedroom where you sleep also needs to be conducive to good sleep and be a pleasant environment. Yes. So there shouldn't be too much clutter in the bedroom. Try and keep the bedroom as sparse as possible. The temperature in the room is important and it, it needs to be well ventilated. So there needs to be air. 
It needs to be a good um, good temperature, and it needs to be an environment that that creates the desire for sleep. You're on the show a few weeks ago. We were talking about napping, and I'm an anti-napper. <laughs> I'm really grumpy when I if I take a nap, I wake up grumpy, and I find it difficult to sleep that night. Others don't have that problem, so I guess it isn't universal. But can having a nap in the afternoon ruin your chances of getting a good night's rest? It certainly can. We we were not designed to nap as adults. <laughs> you know, we we're supposed to be able to function from the time that we wake up in the morning until the time we go to sleep at night. Um, and it, some people do nap and they feel good on that, but many people can't. It is going to interfere with your sleep. We have something in our uh, brains called adenosine, which which builds up um, and, and creates sleep pressure. So if you have a nap in the afternoon, then you are going to have to restart that sleep pressure um, so that you can have adequate hours before it's time to go to sleep at night again. So it can disrupt that. So, you you, you know, you might then have to almost reset and then your sleep time will be set back. Some people don't have a problem with that at all. But then there can be underlying health conditions. So I would suggest, you know, make sure, rule out any under health, underlying health conditions. Very often blood sugar fluctuations make us sleepy. Um, so there could be a blood pressure, a blood sugar issue, if there are diabetes or pre-diabetes or something like that, or some other health issue that makes us want to sleep in the afternoon. Um, but ideally not. Um, because it certainly can set us back for our nighttime sleep. Yeah, and some exercise, Wendy, can can get rid of that sleepiness. Yes, so exercise is great for alleviating that daytime sleepiness, um, and it reduces the need for a nap. So perhaps instead of having a nap, we need to go and do something active. Um, and then moderate to vigorous exercise earlier in the day um, can reduce the time it takes for us to fall asleep. So then our bodies are physically and mentally tired which means the quality of our sleep is better as well. Um, unless, of course, you do the exercise late at night. Yes. Yeah, we don't want to be exercising late at night because it can stimulate you and then that can prevent you from falling asleep. Um, stress, can, can stress uh, cause problems when it comes to sleeping, Wendy? I guess apart from keeping you awake, thinking about all the stuff you've got to do or haven't done. Yes, certainly it does. Um, on a physiological level, when we, when we are stressed, our bodies produce too many stress hormones, and cortisol is quite a well-known um, stress hormone, and that's involved in our sleep-wake cycle. And if we have too much stress, those cortisol levels can be out of balance. So that means that we might have too much cortisol at night and not enough cortisol in the morning. So falling asleep can be difficult, waking up in the morning can be difficult, and then your, your energy levels throughout the day can fluctuate as well. And also with all those stress hormones, mm-hmm. your mind doesn't switch off. So it makes it very difficult to, you, you get into bed and you find your heart is palpitating. You think, but now it's bedtime. Why am I feeling so anxious? It's because you have this buildup of stress hormones that has nowhere to go now because now it's bedtime. It's time to wind down. Can the time of the evening that we eat and what we eat affect our ability to sleep well in the evening? Yes, absolutely can. So our digestive processes take a while. And if we eat too late at night, our bodies have not digested it. The food hasn't moved from your stomach into your small intestine to start the digestive processes. So the amount that we're eating, if, we, if we're feeling very heavy and very full at night, that's going to disrupt your sleep. Many people wake with heartburn or have you know, chest pains or indigestion at night time, um, and they find that lying down is worse. Um, I've heard many people say they've got to, go to, they've got to sit up almost. Yeah. 
And so we definitely don't want to put that kind of pressure on our digestive systems late at night. Um, but it is going to influence because your, your digestive processes are working. So if, you, if your body needs energy to digest your food, it's going to disrupt the quality of your sleep too. So um, what can we do naturally to, to help aid sleep? Now, we know we, we must be aware of when we eat. We need to manage our stress, get some exercise, avoid naps, and, and, and create a schedule and a conducive sleeping environment in, in the bedroom. But uh, what else can we consume naturally as a supplement that's going to help us? So there's quite a few that are available, and sometimes we need combinations, and sometimes just one thing will work. Um, but a couple of the, the ones that I like to use um, would be chamomile tea. So that's a very gentle one for somebody who just wants to, you know, hasn't had too much stress in the day and just wants to wind down at night. Chamomile tea can be part of your evening routine. So instead of having that coffee at night, have maybe a cup of chamomile tea mm. sometime in the, in the evening. So you, you get a variety of herbal supplements and remedies, and they come in tinctures, they come in drops, they come in tablets. Um, and generally, a, a combination of something like valerian or hops or passion flower are some of the remedies that can be very, very helpful um, to initiate sleep and to keep us sleeping at a, at a you know, have a good quality sleep. Hmm. Um, any else? Anything else, Wendy, that we can consider? Any other supplements? Yes, uh, there are a couple more. So magnesium is, is brilliant um, for sleep. So you can take it in, in the form of a capsule or a tablet or a fizzy. Um, you can have an Epsom salt bath at night as well to help absorb uh, magnesium. But it's very good to relax our muscles and our nervous systems. And, and if we're deficient in mag- magnesium, it can influence our sleep quality. Another one is L-theanine. Mm-hmm. Um, and L-theanine is an amino acid that is useful for um, relieving anxiety and stress. L-theanine can be used throughout the day, so it doesn't just have to be used at night time. But if taken at night, it helps to calm that busy mind, switch off the busy mind, and helps you to get into a restful state um, to be able to go to sleep. And uh, what about some uh, essential oils? I know there's something that's big in our house. Yes, so essential oils are great. Some of them can be stimulating and some of them calming. But lavender is one of the most uh, common ones. You also get chamomile as as an essential oil. So those can be put in a burner. Um, you get roll various roll-ons, um, like a little oil um, mixture that has already been made up for sleep. So those can be helpful as well. Um, another thing I know of is you get homeopathic little sleep pills. Um, there, there's a range that sells um, these little um, tiny little pills that you put under your tongue and you suck those before bed, and those help the sleep as well. So there are a variety of different things. Melatonin is another one that can be used. Um, that one is a little bit more tricky to get. Um, it's, 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 sometimes it's scheduled and sometimes it's not as easily available. But if you speak to a practitioner or if you speak to uh, your doctor, you would be able to get that um, scripted for you as well. Thanks so much. That's the voice of Wendy Christine, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. You can catch this podcast later on in the day as well uh, to help yourself or someone else. A big thanks to you, Wendy. Have yourself a super Thursday. Thanks, Brad. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Till next week. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.